Coming up, Jacob deGrom makes an impressive home start and the Dodgers show who's boss in the NL West. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got all of our MLB hosts here to recap the action for you from Sunday. We're going to start out in New York, though, where the Mets were dominant in our biggest game. The biggest game. Jacob DeGrom back in action at City Field. He was playing no games on Sunday. He dominated the defending champs. Locked on Mets talks about a series win that gives New York a sizable division lead. The last 48 hours were absolutely electric at City Field as this Mets team racked up three wins against their chief division rival and now stands as the clear-cut favorite to win the National League East. And in particular, after we just watched in the last two games, which was Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom being Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked on Mets. And on the show tomorrow, going to be discussing what was just an amazing weekend of Mets baseball to see the way they just went out and grabbed that series convincingly, not just winning three of five, winning four of five games. Awesome at bats, top to bottom in the lineup. Great defense played. The starting pitching outside of Taiwan Walker, brilliant in that series. And Edwin Diaz continues to be the best relief pitcher on the planet right now. This Mets team is looking real scary as we head into the final third of this season. October baseball is going to be a lot of fun at City Field this year. Seemed like both of these teams were trying to lose yesterday, but the Diamondbacks came through when they needed to. Locked on D-backs talks about the victory and the series win. Both bullpens try to blow today's game, but the D-backs are able to hold on and win the series finale against the Colorado Rockies. Miller Thomas of Locked on D-backs here. The D-backs were cruising through most of the game with a 2-0 lead because Christian Walker had a two-run bomb in the first inning. But when we got to the sixth, the script changed because Kevin Ginkle, who came into today's game with just one earned run over 3.2 innings pitch, gave up four, gave up four earned runs and didn't even record it out. He had a blow-up meltdown of a performance and the Rockies were able to take a 4-2 lead after the sixth inning. But guess what? Their bullpen is terrible also. And Alex Colomb, with the bases loaded in the eighth inning, just balked, just gave up a balk. And the D-backs were able to go on and take the lead there. Then a sacrifice fly by Alcantara, and that'll be all she wrote. Mark Melanson did his best to give up the lead once again because he had to put a couple runners on the bases in the ninth inning, of course. Can never have a clean outing with Mark Melanson. We had second and third with two outs, but he was able to get out of the jam. D-backs win the series. D-backs take two out of three against their NL West rival Colorado Rockies. And up next, we got a four-game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Angels fall to the Mariners on Sunday, but a possible injury for Shohei Otani would be an infinitely bigger loss. Locked on Angels has the details of a series split with the Mariners. The Angels went up to Seattle and they split a four-game series this weekend. What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked on Angels. It was an interesting series because the last time these two met, they had a big brouhaha in Anaheim back in June and uh, cooler heads prevailed this weekend. We actually got a look at some of the things that can keep you hopeful as an Angel fan, including the starting pitching, 
Patrick Sandoval pitched very well. Reed Detmers got a win on Saturday. Even Jaime Berea had a great outing. Now, Tucker Davidson struggled on Sunday, but there is some work to do there, and it gave us a good look at what the Angels have in terms of pitching. On the hitting side, we were very excited and pleased that Mickey Moniak has had a good run with the Halo so far in his short sample size. Unfortunately, he fractured his finger while bunting in last night's game on Saturday, so that's unfortunate. And then, of course, David Fletcher is back, and man, he looks like the Fletcher of old. Thank goodness he had that surgery and got his hips back because this is the David Fletcher that we all grew to love as Angel fans. Mike and I are going to break down the entire series for you on Locked on Angels, so check us out wherever you get your podcasts or give us a follow and watch on YouTube. Coming up, the Brewers cough up another win and the Dodgers make a statement in their division. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online gambling needs. We are hitting the second half of Major League Baseball, and of course, NFL is right around the corner. Whatever you want to bet on, you can get in on the action at betonline.net. Bet Online is where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now we continue with a look around the league. Go around the league. The White Sox busted out for 15 hits, plated eight runs on Sunday, which was good enough for the win in Texas. Locked On Rangers and Locked On White Sox have details from both sides. Rangers dropped the chance to win the series in a big big loss to the Chicago White Sox. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked On Rangers. This one was pretty much out of question from from the very, very get-go. Spencer Howard just was not able to keep this White Sox lineup off the board. He gave up five earned runs, six runs total, a home run, a walk, and three strikeouts in his three and a third innings of work. And it just seems like the experiment of him in the starting rotation will most certainly be done once John Gray is back in this lineup. Garrett Richards was able to get a couple of innings in relief, but still gave up uh, a couple of runs. Only one of those was earned, but it's just just nothing doing at the plate for the Rangers. I mean, they had a home run by Nathaniel Lowe, a double by Ezekiel Duran, but nothing going with runners on base. This is just a big old nothing day for the Rangers, a blowout loss, and a chance to take three out of four from a pretty darn good White Sox team. Rangers let it slip and have another series coming up tomorrow. The Chicago White Sox split with the Texas Rangers this weekend. Uh, They capped things off with an 8-2 win a Sunday afternoon. Lucas Giolito went five innings once again, only giving up one run and threw over 100 pitches. White Sox offense had 15 hits, four Sox players with at least three hits, Andrew Vaughn with a big two-run blast. White Sox are two games over 500 and two games back in the AL Central. They have the day off on Monday before a four-game series against the Royals in Kansas City. On the opposite side of things, not a lot of offense in Cleveland. The Guardians had a solo shot, and that was the only offense of the day in their game. Locked on Guardians and locked on Astros break things down post-game. I'm here with my co-host on the Lockdown Guardians podcast, Nacha the Cat, to discuss the Cleveland Guardians two-game split series against the Houston Astros. I'll take a split. I'll be very honest. I will take a split series. Uh, Houston is one of the best teams of baseball with an absolutely deadly lineup. 
to win a game one nothing is a huge win. Tristan McKenzie, fantastic. Cal Quantrell the day before, amazing. Uh, I, as we all expected, Luke Maley is the big hero with the home run, his first of the year. Hunter Gaddis, we have to talk about, made his Major League debut. The 13th Guardian to make their Major League debut this year. The youth movement is in full effect in Cleveland. They are currently sitting a game and a half behind the Twins, who last I checked were losing to the Blue Jays. And we're a game and a half back of the Mariners and the Rays. The Baltimore is technically ahead of them in the wildcard race. Remember to check out Locked On Guardians, as this Guardians team continues their youth movement and their push to the playoffs. H-Town Wheelhouse here with Locked On Astros. No, not Locked On Tigers. Yes, that is the Tiger cap I'm on. Figured since the Astros lost two games in a row and Astros Twitter is on fire, I would act like I'm rooting for the Detroit Tigers because we know their season's in the tank. But anyways, it's all good because I'm always positive, always Stros. The Astros return home to face the Arlington Rangers. That's right. The Texas Rangers of Arlington are coming to town. And promise you, Everything's going to be fine. The Mancini, Guriel era has begun. The Vasquez, Maldonado era has begun. And it's going to be okay, Astros fans. Oh, but we lost two in Oakland. Oh, but we lost two to Cleveland. We're never going to win again. It's going to be okay. If you stay tuned in to Locked on Astros, we'll get you informed. We'll get you the right information. And just know that we are your team every day. Let's go, Strohs. The Brewers coughed up the lead and the game yesterday to the lowly Cincinnati Reds. Locked on Reds has more on how Cincy took advantage of the Brewers' mistakes for the win. How about that pitching performance by your Cincinnati Reds? Let's not talk about the ninth inning, but Graham Ashcraft, absolutely beautiful. Ross Detweiler looked good. Alexis Diaz in that slider. Absolutely love it. And you get just enough Hitting off Corbin Burns. Michael Papierski with his first career home run off of Corbin Burns? We'll take it. As the Reds haven't lost a series since the All-Star break. What? <clears throat> yeah. For those in the back, the Reds haven't lost a series since the All-Star break. Just a roller coaster of emotions on a Sunday afternoon. Great weekend, though. The weekend belongs to Jose Barrero. Yes, I know he struck out four times in that game here today on Sunday, but the two home runs on Saturday is so encouraging to me because that shows me how good he can be. There is plenty more where he came from, and yes, we have to see him do it for a much longer period of time than just one game, but I believe that we're going to see him take the reins of shortstop and not let go. So much to talk about on the Monday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. The Padres made a huge splash at the trade deadline, but the Dodgers made a statement over the weekend about who owns the division. Locked on Dodgers has more on the series sweep of San Diego. Have you ever seen The Fugitive? You know, the Padres are kind of like Harrison Ford, and the Dodgers are kind of like Tommy Lee Jones. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked on Dodgers. Remember, Harrison Ford says, I didn't kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones says, I don't care. Well, the Padres said, we got Juan Soto and Brandon Drury and Josh Hader and... and whoever else. And the Dodgers said, we don't care. The Dodgers swept the Padres, outscoring them 20-4 to in the three games. Just a dominant beating that they put on the Padres. Yeah, Fernando Tatis isn't back yet. Maybe that'll help next time. The Dodgers have nine more games with the Padres next month. But for this weekend, the Dodgers came in and made a statement. And that statement was, hey, Padres, enjoy second place for now, if you can even hold on to that. 
Uh, Dodgers came into the weekend up by 12 and a half games. They leave the weekend up by 15 and a half. Magic numbers 38. Yeah, we're talking magic numbers now. It's uh, it's basically assured they're going to win the West. It was a fun series to watch as a Dodger fan. Probably less fun as a Padre fan, if that's a thing. I don't know. But uh, Vince and I are going to have so much to say about this whole weekend series. Really complete team victories all three nights. So be sure to check out Locked on Dodgers first thing in the morning. Make us your first listen like you do every weekday morning. Baltimore's five-game winning streak was snapped yesterday as the Pirates got a rare win at Camden Yards. Locked on Orioles talks about what went wrong for the Birds. So it wasn't a sweep, but still a series win for the Orioles. They take two out of three from the Pittsburgh Pirates. A little disappointing way to end the series, though, in Sunday's game. Just kind of a stinker all around for the Orioles. They lose 8-1. to one. Spencer Watkins was perfect through four and a third. The Orioles had a one nothing lead and then just got dinked and dunked to death in that three-run fifth inning for the Pirates. And, well, the Orioles offense literally did nothing. Besides Mateo's home run, the Orioles never got a runner to third. They only got a runner to second once in the entire game. And when you hit like that, you're not going to score. The Pirates kept adding on in the game. And, you know, the O's have struggled with runners in scoring position lately, especially this weekend. They did enough to win two out of three. You would have liked to get the sweep as the winning streak ends. But the Orioles still sit just two games out of a playoff spot. I'll recap all the action from the weekend on Monday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Giants used the long ball to secure a 6-4 win over Oakland yesterday. Locked on Giants has more on the impressive offensive effort from San Fran. The San Francisco Giants actually won, not just one, but two baseball games over the weekend. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. Yes, it was against one of the worst teams in baseball in the Oakland A's. Yes, it was a two-game series that the Giants swept, not a three-game series. But hey, at this point, the San Francisco Giants will take just about anything. They really did look better. They had some guys coming back, and that that has been a big part of what's been going on lately. Losing Jock Peterson, Brandon Crawford, Tyro Estrada, and others to injury, that's been a big part of the story for the season for the Giants. But hey, what do you expect when a lot of your roster is made up of, made up of older players? But getting Jock Peterson back, getting Crawford back, and the defense that he brings as well, and Tyro Estrada coming back. It all came together for the Giants, who had Carlos Rodon and Logan Webb on the mound in this series, and the bullpen the bullpen shut the door when they needed to. So nice to see the Giants' kind of formula working as it is supposed to. They also had some pinch hit home runs. The line change worked well, like it did last year. So we'll break this down and talk about what's to come as the Giants go to San Diego and face Juan Soto and the Padres next on tomorrow's Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.